nothing beats a summer abroad, but when traveling far from home, it's always nice to bring along an old friend from the neighborhood, cobblestones, and Café de Flore. Serena's locked down the left bank and become amused to us all. Meanwhile, Blair rules the right bank, storming the shops and consuming the classics and sampling sugary snacks like a modern Marie Antoinette. But we hear Serena's stories sizzle while Blair's are more fizzle. Hey, all you gossip-loving people. Welcome to season four of Three Gossip Girls, a gossip girl podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. Tonight, we watched the opening season four, episode one, Bells Du Jour. Original air date, September 13th of 2010. Written by Joshua Safran and Stephanie Savage, directed by Mark Piznarski. After having spent her Parisian summer alone... Blair hopes to change things when she meets a handsome young man who may be a real prince. Meanwhile, back in New York, Georgina and Dan's secret comes to light, and Nate meets a girl who seems refreshingly down to earth after a summer of Chuck Bass rejects. Chuck is still MIA, which causes Lily to worry. It's been a minute. Yeah, I'd be worrying too. Yeah, I mean, it's been a minute since we've sat down and talked about Gossip Girl. Well, yes, I mean, should we start there? Yeah, we have not been recording since November. I know. Feels weird. It feels good to be back. Yeah, it feels good to be back. We had a a nice, nice break. Yeah. Recoup and on to season four and... What I've heard, this is a lot of people's favorite season. So, so many people have said the first couple of episodes of season four are their favorite episodes. Yes. My sister, even included, said that the last two into this season, uh, last two of last season to the first two of this season are like her favorite episodes of the entire series. So, yeah, different feel tonight. It was good, though. It was good. I like when we are abroad or we're visiting other places and shooting on location. Yes. They were definitely in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. They they shot there. So Uh, tonight, we drank a Parisian drink, Mm. a mimosa. Ooh la la. Yes. Because why not French? And it was easy and delicious, except I used Prosecco instead of champagne. But hey, you know, we're Americans. (laughs) So... I titled it Parisian Prince. Cute. Thank you. Cute. Coming through. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. So I just wanted to refresh Michelle's memory, even though we've already spoken about it. But if in case uh, anyone was wondering what the three gossip words for last season were, Prince, Missing, and Sharp. Great now, choice of words. Liz. Yeah. So now the first two... Okay, you can understand. The last one, however, I feel like I was like <laughs> patting myself on the back and I didn't know if it was going to come across because they don't actually state it until I think maybe next week. But you see on her name tag, her name is Juliet Sharp. Which when I saw that, I was like, oh. She's like, Sharp. Oh, Sharp? Your gossip <laughs> word is coming through. Yes. Yeah, so we meet a new character tonight. Actually, we meet two new characters because Louis does uh, stick around for a little bit. But Juliet Sharp, played by Katie Cassidy, which you gave me a little—I gave her a little trivia, trivia. Yeah, watching about her. So, um, yeah, she uh, she sticks around for a little bit. So, we should jump right into the episode. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, the episode begins. Our gals 
they're frolicking around Paris and with no surprise, Serena is like painting this gorgeous model in her dress, her her shirt that has I know, love without it. the pants. Right. Yeah. The oversized like men's the dress Nate, shirt. The Nate dress shirt, her favorite shirt. Right. It's like a version, her par- Parisian version of that. Her smock. Yes. And uh, Blair is eating her way through Paris, which would be me. <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's like by the Eiffel Tower eating her macarons and her coffee and whatever. And I was like, Blair is me. Uh, the two seem to be loving every minute of their shopping and eating and boys, except Blair hasn't really had the latter part. She is not really making any headway in that department. But shocker, Serena is. <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> She's making headlines even um, on Gossip Girl. Fire flames, hot fire flames are going everywhere. But, you know, her and Nate broke up. So she's got to she's got to go out on the prowl. I mean, not only did her and Nate break up, but then you have like, you know, the situation. The situation. The page. The page situation. Yeah. So uh, and they, they they shed a lot of they keep talking about this situation and I'm like, wait, I even forgot that situation happened because that's how minuscule to me it was, you know? Um, But they are having lunch and Serena mentions to Blair that she needs to get off her phone because they promised they're not checking Gossip Girl all summer. They made a pact. But Blair is like, you know, just curious and she's wanting to see if maybe Chuck has made an appearance on Gossip Girl, but he's been MIA since he left for Prague, which... We all know what happened, but nobody else knows what's going on. So as we said, Serena has been busy in the boy department, but Blair is still hopeful she'll maybe find a a sort of a companion or at least go out on a date before they leave to go back to New York. How many months has it been? So I'm pretty sure um, they left either beginning of June. Okay. Or end of May, even. I mean, when we wrapped for season three, I think it was May, but end of school year is usually like May, June. Right. You know? So they've been there since June. We're guessing this is probably around August, like right before you go back to school. Okay. So a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been staying with, uh, they've been staying at Harold and Roman's. I'm pretty sure. Well, they said they were seeing him on, they were seeing them on the weekends. Yes. But they're staying. Wait, they're staying somewhere, and I remember <laughs> someone's. I, mean, I think maybe it's just like Eleanor's flat there. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Then she, uh, we were talking about Blair saying how she wants to potentially go on a date. Someone you know who's int- intellectual, like she is, and poised, and like of course, I guess we're fa- foreshadowing here. Yeah, who could have guessed this? Right. So I don't know where they came about this like Blair telling Serena she needs to choose between Nate and Dan because the girls sit down in what I'm assuming is Eleanor's flat. And she's like, you you need to make the decision. You need, need to tell Nate and uh, Dan who you've chosen. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? What do you mean chosen? Her and Nate are clearly broken up. So her and Dan are clearly broken up. Right. They had one kiss, but they haven't spoken in months. So why are we making this a thing? And also, if Serena has been frolicking and having dates and having fun. She's clearly not thinking about it. I don't think we need to go back and revisit those two. No. And she even says it to Blair. Like, I don't even want to think about them until we're home. Like, I'm on vacation mode. My brain, my hoo-ha, everything <laughs> is on in Paris. And I don't want to <laughs> think about those guys back home. Right. And at this moment, Serena receives what Blair thinks is a course catalog to Brown. 
However, we find out it's an acceptance to Columbia. Why do you think it got sent there? We were talking in the chat. We we could have postponed this, but I guess maybe because it's getting close to when you would start the semester and she wanted to make sure she got her, like, you know, she would okay her acceptance there. So she okayed this. She gave this address out. I guess. Right, which is like... You're rooming with Blair. Don't you think she come across this? But I, her plan was to eventually tell her what she does. But right, right, right. We know how that happened. And even at that point, Blair is like blabbering on and on on how she's so excited for next year because they won't be those two competing best friends and the ones that they seem to end up every season where one of them is you know, mad at the other. And Serena's like, yeah, totally new star. But obviously she's guilty because she got accepted to Columbia. So we pan to Blair at the Louvre. Pardon my French, guys. Uh-uh. I'm not I'm not French nor French Canadian. So um, she's staring at a Monet where a man named Louis comes over and speaking in French to her and claims he's seen her there before and how she's admiring his favorite painting and he asks her out and he calls her out and he knows she's an American and she's from New York because her watch is Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Which is funny to me. I guess you just never thought to change your watch or you're just so used right? to just counting Just ahead. counting, yeah. Yeah. So the two end up setting a date for the evening and as they're about to, uh, you know, switch their, get the contacts, what she's assuming is his driver, which it ends up being, um, mentions the fact that the embassy, something with the embassy and Grimaldi. And so immediately red flags, Blair's like, oh my God, light bulb. Does this mean he's like royalty? And so she like blabs to him like, wait, what do you mean? You're Grimaldi. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm Louis. That's it. Just Louis. I gotta go. Don't get ahead of yourself. Come on, Blair. Right. She's just, she's just too, she's too hungry. She's like, what? Yes. Yeah. A, a prince? Status hungry, too. It's yeah, so it's ridiculous. such a turn off. I know. It's such it a is. turn off. So the girls are out shopping because now Blair has to get something to wear. And she mentions to Serena, Blair mentions to Serena that she got a text from Louis and it's now going to be a double date because his friend Jean Michel is in town. And when the girls meet Jean Michel and. Uh, Louis for dinner. Louis says the Jean Michel is the prince, and I am his driver. And Blair is immediately like, "What? I've never sat in the front before." She's so he puts a hat gross. on, and she's Ugh. so turned off, and she's like, "I cannot believe this is my life right now." Yeah, and of course, Serena gets to go out with the prince. Yeah, of course, and Serena's like, "We all make our own magic, honey. Like this is my time to shine." Says, He's cute. Yeah. He's charming. It's fine. You kind of won in this situation. Right. Get over yourself. Exactly. And Blair during dinner is like passively aggressively rude about everything. And Louise telling the story how he wore jeans and they kicked him out. And Blair's like, oh, well, you know, a, a suit is a tradition and men should dress appropriately. And he's like, come on, girl. Like, this is not what I, you know, what I signed up for. I thought you were different guess there's no growth going on for her in season four just no, yet we don't have a growth moment no yet. growth moment yet um and so blair doesn't really seem to be enjoying herself at dinner and it's extremely obvious and she's incredibly shallow and she's not really making a good impression she does take a call from her mother 
and Eleanor spills the tea about Serena getting into Columbia. Oh, now, boy. why do you think she called her to begin with? Just to tell, like, to discuss the fact that Serena got into Columbia? Or does she have a real reason to call That's her? That's <laughs> such a good point. I didn't even think about that. I didn't know if it was just to check in and see how you're doing. Maybe. And then Blair's like, what do you want, Mom? I'm on a date. And so she's like, oh, well, you and Serena in Columbia. So, of course, now Blair is pissed. Yeah. She comes back into the restaurant, makes a huge scene on, um, you know, a Serena getting into Columbia. And so Serena goes after her and explains that she doesn't want to go to Brown. She wants to be in the city with her friends and her family and, and her best friend. And why can't you understand that? And so the two argue about <laughs> this got me. Whoever's life was shittiest last year. it was a shit off it It really was a shit off and Blair's like but that whole thing with me not you know NYU and then Chuck and Serena's like um I got into a car accident I dated a married man I had an affair I (laughs) my dad whole situation I almost (laughs) like all this stuff and I'm like Serena wins (laughs) Serena clearly wins right like who in your opinion had the shittier take of the year yeah uh Serena yeah but also like your choices Serena but, but the dad thing wasn't really her choice. But also your choice is Blair. And, right. And your choice is Blair. So, mm, you know, if you didn't start the rumor with Carr, you wouldn't have not gotten into right. your dream school. But also <laughs> this whole situation, Blair's just being extremely selfish. And not for nothing, Blair, but even if Serena goes to Columbia, the same school you're going to, if you don't grow up, it doesn't even matter. Doesn't even, th- Serena's not going to ruin no it for difference. you. difference. And so Blair is so taken aback that serena could be going to the same school as her and blair's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go back in there by myself and i'm gonna tell them that you <laughs> fell in the fountain and serena's like oh how are you gonna tell them that and she's like like this and pushes, she her, pushes into the, her in pushes her in the fountain so serena comes Vicious. back in to the restaurant all soaking wet really funny i mean the way she's like she's walking in like yeah <laughs> i don't even know what bigfoot or something she's like dragging her feet and at this point, she's like, Jean-Michel, can you walk me home? And Blair and Louis are left at dinner. And Louis is so happy. He's like, I get to spend one-on-one time with you and get to know you. And she's like, Jean-Michel, don't leave the prince. And he's like, ugh, I knew I should have kept my guard up. They told me this could happen. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm the prince. Of course. Duh. She's like, no, no, no. It's like, here's your slice of humble Life pie, bitch. so unfair for me. <laughs> it's so She's too much. Yeah. So Serena's drying off back at their <laughs> loft and she's packing for New York. She's packing. She's like, I'm leaving because my friend doesn't want me here. I don't want to be around her. And then this whole scene really just got me. It pissed me off so much. It was so contradictory to me. Blair's actions were extremely contra- contradictory. So she comes in and she's like, please don't leave. I need my best friend. I love you. I'm just caring. I just care about you. I'm just thinking about you. But I really need my friend. It's like, well, if you were just thinking about Serena, you wouldn't have said, I really need my friend. Blair is so insecure. Oh, it's so just awful to see. And it it's really sad because she's so just cannot deal and honestly serena is her punching bag yes her safety net Mm -hmm. and kind of the person she knows that she can always turn to and treat like shit and knows she'll probably always be there for her yeah and and serena's like i don't understand why my best friend wouldn't want to see me every single day and blair's like you know how hard that would be for me to see you every single day and serena's like that's what friends 
do? I don't understand. And like, it's so hard for me to like understand this because it's bizarre. I don't, I don't ever had, I never had a friendship like this before. So their back and forth is so mind baffling to me. And then Serena, Serena's like, well, we just had a fight. You pushed me in the fountain and I'm listening to you. I think we're going to mature from here. I'm like, that's your like basis. Your friend just pushed you in the fountain. She's a child. She's erratic. Yeah. She's a, she's a, a flight risk. Like that's it. Like she's going to do something one day. She's going to light your hair on fire or, you know, she can pop at any any moment. And because she, like you said, she's so, insecure about everything she's doing and every time she does something it's like serena's always that step ahead of her always in her way or you know doing the things that she wants but it's like you guys are so completely different and it also it's a you problem you want different things you want different things and it's a you problem and not a serena problem it's you you need to just you. you need to grow and realize that you make your choices. Serena is not affecting that. But she does come. She does come around and like, I just, I'm afraid that I'm going to ruin it. Yes. She goes, I'm afraid I'm going to ruin us. And then Serena's like, Columbia could either break us apart or, you know, make us stronger. I'm like, Who, what? What? Guys, this like, is what kind? What kind of relationship is this? Are they going for the same major? No. Is it constantly going to be close. Blair versus Serena at Columbia? Right. And it's like, you don't even have to room together. Right. You know, so why are we making such a production? But, you know, Blair is like, oh, okay, I'll accept it. And let me send a blast out to Gossip Girl to tell her that you'll be in New York next year. And, and that way Nate and, and Dan can see too. Right. And you can't change your mind because Gossip Girl doesn't like to lie. And Gossip Girl doesn't like to be wrong. Yeah. So back in... In New York City. We are at the Vander Woodson Humphrey Loft. I don't really know what to call it. What at do this we call point. The Van- I still call it Freeze? the Vander Woodson Loft, even though. Because the Humphreys to me is Brooklyn. Brooklyn. The Vander Woodson Loft is New York. Yeah. It's so, a hard last name to ship. Yeah. No, it, you can't ship Vander it. Humph- <laughs> Vander Humphrey. Humphrey. Vander. You can't. It's Wood unshippable. <laughs> like most of the ships on this name. Yeah. On this show. But Lufus, that's a good ship name. Is it? Mm, I like it. It flows, I suppose. Yeah. They seem to have gotten their groove back. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, They spent most of their summer traveling, seeing Jenny and Hudson with Allison. She's doing quite well. Thank goodness. I wish we saw her, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Um, Apparently, Eric and Elliot are in Italy, so they visited them. And then they also flew to see Cece, which I'm sure was a riot. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) I would have loved to have seen that, too. And Lily's like, we couldn't not go, you know. Yeah. So they check their messages, and one is from Eleanor reminding them that they have some luncheon thing that they already said yes to a while back. And then one from Bass Industries' business manager looking for Lily. And so Lily's like, oh, hmm, I wonder if this has to do with Chuck. And Rufus is like, I don't want to hear any shit about Chuck. He's on my shit list at the top of the list. I never want to see this guy. Don't bring him up in front of me. I don't care what happens to him. Rufus also is surprised that he hasn't heard from Dan. Yeah. Why hasn't he heard from Dan? We'll find out very shortly. (laughs) But he's apparently been texting with Dan, but he hasn't actually picked up the phone to call Dan or Dan hasn't picked up the phone to call him. He hasn't heard his voice in a while and he's sending in reinforcements. A.K.A. Vanessa. Right. (laughs) 
So before we get to Dan and Vanessa, Lily and Lily and Bruce, the business manager of Bass Industries, meet. And the two discuss how Chuck is missing. And they need to find him because he hasn't paid the mortgage on the Empire since May. And they're ready to close him. Like, that's it. And that they can't go back. And Bruce gives Lily Chuck's last known whereabouts and bank statements and, you know, his credit card information. So maybe she can help and find him. So later on, Rufus sees that Lily has been trying to find Chuck. And of course, he's not really into it, but like they get distracted because then Eleanor comes over and she's like, oh, Chuck, Blair hasn't even told me what happened between her and Chuck. And then to distract Eleanor, Lily's like, oh, Serena's got into Columbia. So then that's when she spills the beans. Right. And she was probably calling to see if she's heard from Chuck. Calling Blair. Who was Eleanor? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, that's why that's she was it. calling. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we figured it out, guys. They're probably already yelling yeah, at like, us. You guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back. Sorry, I didn't mean to scream. <laughs> Got too excited. Over to Brooklyn. We pan to the loft. Dan is on the phone with Nate talking about all the sex that Nate's having. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I never Thanks. eat dinner alone. Oh, I just have lots of sex. It's so gross. It's so gross to me. And the way he says it, it's like it's such a jackass thing to say, but yeah. it's like that's Nate. <laughs> right. You know, which is like not okay, but no, also it's, it's like okay in this realm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but thanks to Chuck's little black book, Nate's getting a lot of sex. Gross. And there's like girls everywhere. It's, it's like disgusting. it's too much. It's yeah. way too much. Um, so he's exhausted and his buddy Dan's exhausted, but for a completely different reason in which he has not told anyone his secret yet besides Nate. He's the only one who knows. And so to Dan's surprise, there's a knock on the door and Vanessa is there. And she's like, what the fuck? We haven't seen each other since I left for her internship. And then they broke up via text message because he kissed Serena and Nate told her. Remember all this that's oh, happening? Yeah, yeah. All this craziness. And she's like, why am I having this conversation with you? Not even inside your apartment. Like, what is happening? Why is your apartment a mess? There's girls underwear. Obviously, I know what you've been doing. And Dan's like, no, 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 it's not what you think. And she's like, oh, really? And so then Georgina oh, <laughs> comes Georgina. out. Oh, yeah, yeah. How I love this character. And Vanessa's like, what? You've been dating Georgina? And he's like, no. And she's like, we barely left the apartment. And they're like, ew. And he's like, no, it's not like that. We just had a baby together. His name is Milo. There he is. Here's he's Milo like, Humphrey. <laughs> she's like, uh, what? Can you imagine? It's like in the cartoon where the eyes blink. And it's like, did it, did it? Like, I feel like that was Vanessa, like deer in headlights. Like, what just happened? But imagine breaking up with someone. You go away because you're interning. You break up via text because, because you they heard. kissed, and then you show up to talk. The house, the apartment's a mess, and then a baby appears. <laughs> oh, by BT Dubs, it became a dad. <laughs> Like, and Georgina is the and, one who's yes, on which makes it the worst thing because Georgina's like everyone's sworn enemy because she's done so much shit to them in the past. She's not a reliable source, no. to say the least. And Vanessa's like, how? What? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. So Dan and Vanessa end up going for a walk. And while they're on their walk, Georgina is on the phone speaking Russian. 
I yeah, I was curious you know, about what she, yeah, you know, what I she think was doing that's, on where that they, phone. that's where they sent her away, right? I think so. Russia. Um and the person on the other line is telling her she needs to do it now and she's like I need more time and they're like you get one more day. Yeah. Whatever that's about. Whatever that's about. We will find out not in this episode, but <laughs> she hangs up and after that she was using the house phone, a landline, because then after that, Rufus calls the landline and she answers it thinking it was one of her pals. And Rufus is like, why are you answering my phone? So as we said, Dan and Vanessa are catching up on a walk and Dan admits that he hasn't even gotten a paternity test yet. How are you letting it go this many months without a paternity test? You know, we, test? How we just discussed the cartoon with the eyes. Yeah. like yeah. Also, before... She hung when we had that scene with Georgina and she's on the phone with Rufus yeah. and she just stares at the birth certificate, the birth certificate. and she's like zooming in on their address and also that he hasn't signed it. Yes. So she needs this signature, which I'm assuming is related to this phone call. Assuming. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so she hasn't, they haven't gotten a paternity test. They haven't test. got a paternity test. He's like, it's really awkward to ask for it now, but I know I should. And there's, you can't get it in the, the third trimester and something like and that. He also and, said he was waiting for the crazy to come out and, and it she, never, and it never did. And it never did. So that's your reasoning? That's your reasoning. Because Georgina never went crazy. You're not going to question if this kid is yours. Right. He said, she's a good mom. I, I, you know, I, I like seeing her like this and she hasn't brought that crazy out. So, you know, I, ha- I haven't really thought about it. What? <laughs> what? That's right. Vanessa's like, dude, dude, you're doing it now. Like, you got to go home and do it. We need to get this done. So later on at this luncheon at Lily's and Rufus's loft, an aggravated, I guess, Georgina shows up and she's making this spectacle because she tells Rufus, Hey Rufus, here's your grandson. Psych. Dan and I had a baby together. And Rufus is like, what the fuck? So Georgina calls Dan and puts him on the phone. And Rufus is like, whose baby is this? What is happening? And so Dan decides to go there and the two of them talk it out. And as we know, Dan told Rufus, I didn't do a paternity test yet. So I don't know if it's even mine. I think it's mine. I don't know. Maybe it isn't mine. Maybe it is. But also, I'm pretty we're just sure it's going mine. Going around giving this baby the last name Humphrey, Milo Humphrey. Why not Milo Sparks Humphrey? Right. Or just Milo, no last name baby. Oh yeah. But no, it's Milo Humphrey. And Dan's like, sure. I'm not sure if this is my baby, but you're not crazy yet, so this kid can have my last name. <laughs> it's bizarre. What, Padgy? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so Rufus, like, he seems, like, a little bit relieved that Dan hasn't taken a paternity test, but little do we know, Georgina's like, oh, I did a paternity test. What? Well, okay. Then Dan goes, well, let me call for myself to see if what the doctor says. And it's like, well, you're calling Georgina's the the, the person right. who did the paternity right. test. So if it's fake, then that would mean that the phone call would also be exactly. fake. Exactly. It's not like you're getting your own second opinion but on also, this. also, thank you so much for Rufus stepping up and be like, no, 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 we have to do this to our own. We'll do it ourselves. And Padge is but like, then Dan but it's fine. Si- but then Dan signs the certificate anyway. Just just by word of Georgina that this is his his son. What? If you can only see our faces right now. You can imagine them. Yeah. So 
Dan and Lily end up having a conversation briefly about how has she talked to Serena? How's Serena doing? And Lily's like, "Oh, I, I would like to know if you spoke to her because you know you guys had a little a little thing." I'm like, "What does everyone know? This this one kiss? Serena must have told her. She must have or." Roof, maybe Rufus, because Rufus saw Serena in his band t-shirts. Maybe he mentioned it. Anyway, everyone knows that they had this kiss, and it's like everyone still knows that Dan has this like big crush on Serena still, which I feel like it's not reciprocated from Serena's end, but whatever. You mean like she has the crush on Patch? No, it's not. Like I think he still pines for her, but she's like, whatever. Oh, for sure, because <laughs> she changes like the wind. We saw her last season, how many people she was in love with. Right. So, so yeah. even if Dan still had this feeling for her, it to him it doesn't matter anymore right. because Serena's not gonna be a stepmother. He sealed his fate with Serena, so he says. Um, and then later on, after Dan's had this trying day, he's taking a nap with Milo on the bed. It's very cute. But Georgina gets a, she picks up a phone call from Vanessa. And Vanessa's like, I just want Dan to know that I'm still here for him, which I feel like is really big of her and good friend, good person. Um, you know, if, if he needs someone to talk to. And Georgina goes, yeah, Dan could really use a friend about now. So it's like, hmm, what do you mean by that? I mean, yes, because he's tired and has a son, but something else is going on there. So then she takes a post-it after hanging up, wrote, writes, going to the spa, but then she grabs her passport. So right, stressed out, <laughs> stressed out, gone to the spa and then Georgina in script, which I just feel I want to write on everything. Like when I have to go to the grocery store, I'm just going to write to aunt like stressed out, gone to the spa. And Michelle. then she writes G, like a regular G, but then writes the rest of yeah. or- Orgina in script. Right. <laughs> it's just funny. Or Georgina. Or Georgina. It's <laughs> one of my favorite quotes yeah. this episode. <laughs> all right. So while all that is happening, we do have to add Nate in to here. You know, Nate and his women, in particular <sighs> one woman, which every season we open up and Nate has... A this lady that is a lady friend, prominently his storyline for the beginning yes, of the season. It's so tired. Well, maybe this one's different. Let's hope this one's different. So, as we said, Nate has been around the block for the past couple of months, just you know, living his best, maybe in worst life at this bachelor point. life, bachelor life, and um. You know, to appease one of them, he takes her out to, to lunch or breakfast or whatever that was. And um, she keeps repeating, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And it's like, can you please shut the fuck up? Like, I'm not dealing with this. And they sit like not six feet apart from this other girl <laughs> at a restaurant. Like watching this, I was like, oh, same. It's too close. Same. Like, I would never want to sit that close to anyone ever again. I know, but that is city dining. I know. You're like on top of each yeah. other. Um, which... This young lady later on, we find out her name is Juliet Sharp, and she's just trying to eat her lunch in peace. And Nate and the shut up girl end up sitting with her. (laughs) (laughs) And this girl ends up on the phone just walking away, and Nate chats with Juliet. And he's like being extremely overly honest on like his fuckboy persona. And she's like, I don't think I like this, but like also it's a little endearing, but also I don't think I like it. Like, I'm, I'm confused because, like, you're cute, but I'm confused. And he, like, kind of the way she, she's understanding is that he was burned. There must have been some girl 
that hurt him. And he's like, no, well, maybe. And she's like, all right, well, you know, your companion over there, she's leaving with someone else. Never quite seen that before. And so Juliet leaves without giving Nate her number, even though he requested it. Because he's like, well, I'm here. I mean, you're, I might as well. <laughs> I might as well just get another phone just, number out of you this. You know. <laughs> so, when in Rome. Yeah, right. Um, later on, we find out that Juliet volunteers for this event that's at the Vanderwoodson lot. How convenient. How convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're putting the pieces yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Nate arrives at this party because Lily requested him to go over some of Chuck's paperwork. And he bumps into Juliet and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, I volunteer. I volunteered last year and I'm volunteering again. He's like, oh, okay. He's trying to catch up and chat with her. But then he gets a phone call from the Empire that they need him right away to come down. And his suite is being like trashed by all these girls. And they're like jumping on furniture and playing rock band and like drinking and everything's a mess. And he brings Juliet with him. Why? Why would she go with him to to find these all these girls jumping and, you know, causing a muck? And he's like, oh, and like, I don't really understand if Juliet's like grossed out. Well, by clearly this. she's doing research. Right. And then she's like, oh, well, if you really want to like, talk about feelings, you can have my number. And so she gives Incredible. him the number. And Nate's like, oh, he has to like, clean up this mess. So later on, after Blair texts the Gossip Girl Blast, telling everyone Serena's going to be in town in the fall, Nate's like, oh, man. So he decides he's going to text Juliet, maybe talk about some feelings. We'll find <laughs> out. But we see Juliet has her own agenda. She's stapling tags back on clothing she's got to rent the runway tag over there so then she pans as she's on the phone with nate we pan to this like fbi style like evidence board with like the strings attached everywhere and pictures of all of our characters and then she even has gossip girl up on her computer right also did this have anything to do with that weird true crime 10 second shot we got that I was like, what is happening? Do you want me to confirm if that has to do with it? Yeah. It doesn't. Okay, then what the actual fuck? <laughs> it Ooh. will make more sense next week. Okay, but yeah. just to like bring you all in, it's the scene where it's a path it's a uh gossip girl blast on a Blackberry. Yes. The a wallet. Yes. And a glove of a, a person wearing a glove putting almost evidence in a bag. Right. And that's it. And then we're like back to the episode. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. What is happening? <laughs> so as I said, it will make more sense. I know you next keep saying week, that, but I can't let but, it go. But it's not as like detective-y as you think it, it is. It never is with this show. No, um, When I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, this is like, it must be Gossip Girl, right? No, Do we, I didn't it's, think it's Gossip oh. Girl. But, I, <laughs> but to I, me, I was like, it's Gossip Girl, like putting evidence in a bag. But I thought it had something to do with Chuck. It does have to do with Chuck. Right. So that's Chuck's, Chuck's wallet. Yes. I his figured. Blackberry. Figured. Okay. And um, something else in there. Was it his passport? Oh, no. Ma- maybe his passport. Because of body. Yes, exactly. So again, next week, yeah. it will kind of tie in a little bit more. Okay. So... As we were just discussing our last few scenes, we do see this evidence getting put in a in an evidence bag. 
excuse me, um, at the Vanderwoodsons, Lily gets a call from the Paris police who told her that a body has washed up on shore. And originally she thinks, oh my God, is it Serena? Because it's Paris. But it says the ID is Chuck Bass. So now you're like, oh shit, is Chuck dead? He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> He's not we knew dead. That. And so we pan to Chuck, who is like in this immense pain, blood, getting thrown on a bed, and this blonde girl is trying to treat him, aka Fleur. Fleur. <laughs> Just kidding, her name is not revealed yet. But let's call her Fleur. But we can call her Fleur for this episode. And Chuck then, what Michelle and I interpreted as like, he's having memories, and then I'm like, yeah, it's like you deserve to die because of these memories. Like you're getting punched and slapped and, you know, in pity because you're of your shitty uh, choices in your life. And so he wakes up after being kind of like patched up by this Fleur girl. And he's like, where am I? And she's like, you're safe. She goes, but what's your name? He says, he's looking around. He's like, what's my name? He's pulling off his like, name ring the it has initial. like his initials yeah which is like glued to his finger at this point you see like a cut and he sees shakespeare and he's like my name is henry prince <laughs> i don't know why that makes me laugh so much also you could have kept the ring on it's just two initials you'd be like oh it's my parents right and you can or said your bullsh- name was whatever you know i don't know bob cratchit <laughs> I, <don't- laughs> I don't know why i thought of bob cratchit i think i'm like Charles Dickens (laughs) his name yeah it could have been anything else but his name is Henry Henry Prince Prince. and so he takes his ring and drops the ring on the ground and in that kind of wakes him up from this dream he was having on a train with Fleur (laughs) so he's like oh and she's like oh man I thought your those dreams would have ended while we left Prague but I guess they haven't but now you're home and she's like, welcome to Paris. And they kiss. So it's like, mm, something's been going on there. Because obviously, like, she saved his life and she's gorgeous. So. And he's dressed like Geppetto. And he's dressed- <laughs> I was <laughs> like, and here's Geppetto Chuck. Because he's, like, in a normal, like, pauper's outfit for Chuck, <laughs> I, I you know? It's, no it's, suits and ties. It's cute. It's a blue tee button down. It's more relatable. It's nice. So Geppetto Chuck. Ge- Geppetto Chuck. I'm just going to call him Ge- Giuseppe Chuck. Giuseppe Chuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Giuseppe Chuck. That's going to be his name for season four. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that is pretty much everything that has happened in the episode. We are going to take a short break and we will be back with some trivia. Previously on One Tree Hill. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've never seen One Tree Hill. Join us on The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast as we cover One Tree Hill in its entirety, episode by episode. Where Simon takes me on a voyage of discovery to One Tree Hill. We're spoiler free. So if you're a first time viewer of One Tree Hill or a seasoned pro, we've got you covered. You can find us on all podcast platforms and at ravenshoops.net. He just became a raven. All right, we are back from break. 
Starting out with some trivia, I have a, a few bullet points this week. The episode was rated 9.7 on, I'm sorry, 7.9. Oh, I was like, A little dyslexic wow. moment there. <laughs> um, 7.9 on IMDb. So not great, no, but, but not the best. Good. That's yeah. so good. Um, as we said, it was filmed in Paris on location. The episode title is based off the movie Belle du Jour. When Nate meets Juliet, she's reading the House of Mirth, House of Mirth, which is described as a satire of New York's wealthy society. Mm. Bells du Jour was watched by 1.83 million viewers and achieved a 1.0 in the adult 18 to 49 demo. Despite the low ratings, the premiere received generally favorable reviews from critics and praised Michelle Trachtenberg and Katie Cassidy's acting and storylines. Mark O. Estes from TV Overmind enjoyed the fact that the episode had explored more adult themes than usual. I suppose. Like what? <laughs> what Babies? More, right. What was more adult? Eric Adams assessed the relationship chemistry between Belina, Blair, and Serena. I really liked what he had to say here, and I feel like it was their relationship in perspective. Um, he says, Chuck's survival and the new life are set up to be the episode's big shocker, but I was taken by a different revelation. After Blair decided for the umpteenth time that she was tired of living in Serena's shadows, it dawned on me that Serena-Blair relationship is the great central romance of Gossip Girl. The will-they-break-it-off tension between the two characters has informed plenty of plots and multi-episode arcs in the series past, but Belle's du jour truly let that relationship breathe as it built momentum towards the next episode. Adams praised the casting of Cassidy and the character of Juliet having the most intriguing hand to reveal in the upcoming episodes. The closing montage featured Juliet with pictures and visual cross-references on the Upper East Sides, leaving fans to speculate if she was Gossip Girl. An interview with the New York Post dispelled rumors while Katie Cassidy jokingly stated that she was not portraying Gossip Girl, but understood how the episode could have made that as a setup for fans to assume. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The scene in which Blair pushed Serena in the fountain was included in Buddy TV's 10 favorite cat fights on television. Ooh. Tish found two deleted scenes where one, we see Rufus and Padge talking in the bedroom after the reveal of Milo. And the other where Dan is signing the birth certificate and Georgina is booking a one-way ticket somewhere. Oh, see, that would have been... Yeah, I think we would have appreciated that more than, like, the spa. I mean, but it's so <laughs> Georgina to leave a little note like that, and I guess it does leave room for mystery, so... Yeah. One goof, when Blair was looking at the painting at the museum, her bag kept changing which hand it was. So she would, like, change, turn to Louis and it would be in the right hand, turn back, it would be in the left hand. You know. Maybe she likes to fidget. Small details, small details. Some music we had by Katy Perry, Jason Derulo, Band of Skulls, Austin, Joyce Jonathan, The Dead Weather, Hannah Brown, and Grand Atlantic. Some questions for us, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Mike at Dell underscore Vasto wants to know, since Blair and Serena were shopping away in Paris, if you were in Paris shopping at a shoe store and the owner told you that you can have as many pairs as you can carry for free, how many could you carry? I love this question. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> I'm five pairs, maybe. I mean, like, do I have bags or I have to carry them no, in my hands? No, it's in your hands. That's how I'm interpreting it. Okay. So a regular shoe box, right? I wasn't even thinking of the boxes. I was just thinking of the shoes. Like, 
well, if we're in Paris shopping, no, I'm assuming we're getting the boxes. There's boxes. Shit. That makes it much harder. No, it makes it much easier. You think? You can stack, you can stack oh, and carry. Yes. Good thinking. I'm thinking, I'm the type of person that when I have to take stuff in from my car, I never make multiple trips. I will break my arms. I'm the exact same way. And Isn't I, everyone? Are you guys? Let us know. Yeah. Because. And, <laughs> and also, one of my tasks for my job, I have to do a lot of returns and I have to do a lot of post office runs. You should see me carrying <laughs> these large boxes and I refuse to make multiple trips. So yeah. I am like, you know, you past my head carrying them in oh so you're already like i'm kind of doing the been training yeah, for you've this. been training for this i would say I'm trying to think of how heavy <laughs> both of our arms out like how heavy would this be maybe six like or three eight. and three like three on one arm three on the other or four and four or maybe i would have like a long box at the bottom for a foundation which would be a pair of boots mm. and then i would pile up smaller shoes so maybe if I did maybe, maybe ten for yeah, I'm jealous. Should we try that? We should try it. We'll let we'll let you guys know how. <laughs> I need some boxes of shoes. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mike. Jess at Mrs. Boquist. Are you surprised at the way Blair reacted to Serena going to Columbia? No, hell no. But also, like, come on already. We're season four, Blair. Get over this. When do we grow up? Just <laughs> I don't know. Slow it's the slowest. It's like so much regression. Every time you think it's like, ah, does it anyone doesn't. on this show ever go to therapy? I can't answer that. Right, because you're a newbie with me <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to say yes, they should definitely go to therapy. Just, But know. on all of our shows, they all should have went to therapy and like barely any of them do. We had like the one summer. The one, yeah, and then an I think episode. on One Tree Hill a couple of the kids but you know yeah. that's it yeah <laughs> um will wants to know why are we spending any time on this dan vanessa relationship and in other words why is vanessa still on the show hey <laughs> now i think if vanessa didn't come back i'd be like where the hell is vanessa same we have a little unfinished business to handle we do i mean They've been friends forever, and they experienced a relationship and a threesome. So, got to bring it up. Had to bring it up. I think it makes sense for her to come back. I would react the same way. Same. Bro, what's happening? What has happened to you? I'm concerned. Yeah, same. Adriana Marie at Adrienne underscore Spidel wants to know, what do we think of the Paris fashion for our characters? Gosh, so good. Love it. So fun. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah, she also wants to know, what do you think of the split storylines for all of our characters? So we have some Paris, some New York City. I think it's great. It's This episode was really enjoyable. I felt yeah. it was a strong premiere and to come yes. back to season four and it really sets up some stuff I'm excited oh, yeah. about. It definitely does. Vic at Muse Chick asks if you think they will perform another paternity test on the show. Yes, but I think it's going to take a couple of episodes. Who do you think will see each other first, Chuck, Serena, or Blair? I think Chuck will see Blair. Okay. She won't see him, though? Uh Uh-uh. Ooh. (laughs) No. And I think maybe he'll start to stalk. Or he's... I'm thinking, light little predict here, but... Ooh, predict does not work. (laughs) He sounds like a (laughs) pre-tiny dick. Prediction. Sorry about that. (laughs) I like to hyphenate a lot of things or shorten things. Predict does not work. Predict... (laughs) <laughs> a little mini prediction 
does Chuck now is a changed man as becoming Giuseppe Geppetto? <laughs> He's just like, this is his growth moment. This is his Phoenix. It's the Phoenix effect. <laughs> I flip and hope not. Or it'd be so fun if they did kind of an Emily in Paris thing where Fleur befriends Blair. Mm. And it's like, oh, I want you to meet my boyfriend. And then it's freaking Giuseppe Chuck. <laughs> Would be good. It would be really good. So let's do that. Yeah. I mean, there are there, people always say that Emily in Paris has like big, strong gossip girl vibes for them. So, right. hey. Yeah. They learn from the best. Yeah. Um, Tish at Tish underscore Dominique 124 asks, how long do you think Milo will be with us till the end of the series? No way. <laughs> really? I don't think Milo's going to be Stan's with us. Stan's son. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't believe it's Stan's There, I don't son. think there is one person especially in our group chat and even the newbies who think this is actually Dan's son. I, I, the only one who thinks it's, it's Padgy's son is Padge. It's Padge. Everyone else He's is the like... the only one. Mm. Even Lily's like, I want to hold that delicious baby and smell its head, but... but it's not my grandson. No, not it. It's a him. Him, yes. <laughs> to smell his head. Thank you to everyone who Thank sent their you. questions. Fashion and headband. I feel like there was only one brief headband in the beginning. Which one? Blair was eating her macarons in front of the Eiffel Tower, and it was like this like studded oh, I missed metal one. headband. But other than that, I didn't see anything. I really love Serena's green dress. With the ruffle? So Really cute. liked that. I love Blair's beret. Oh. So Parisian. And she had to wear a beret in so Paris. Fitting. I liked Lily's reading glasses. She always has the greatest glasses. I liked Nate in that white button down at lunch, but he always looks good in that type of thing. It was, so it was a good look. I liked Blair's orange heels that she was wearing when she was looking at the painting. I also liked Blair's big pearl necklace that like formed into a flower that she was wearing at the L- L- Louvre. Yeah. Uh Blair's I mean, Serena's pants. The high-waisted pink trousers. Oh, my God. I said if I was tall, I would look amazing in that, but my short little legs. <laughs> I still feel like we could wear them. They're just, they're so summery. Well, no, no, right we can't now. wear them now. No, we couldn't wear them now, but like a white tank tucked in, how Serena wore it. Like, oh, she's so cute. Even a crop top. I would wear it with a crop top. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, Dan, Dan had like that brownish gray tee that was trimmed in the white. It wasn't, it was like, okay. Yeah. It was good for him because, you know, his fashion choices are usually mm, not the best. I did like Chuck's Geppetto shirt. It was a nice <laughs> shade of blue. It was like that denim Chambray. Chambray. That's yeah. the word. Yes. And uh, Fleur's plaid dress at the end. Super cute, So nice to see you. <laughs> yes. Uh, some quotes? Yeah. I'm having lots of sex. <laughs> and he says it's so nonchalant, like barely even a crack a smile. Like, yeah, I'm having lots of sex. Um, I have sending her to Hudson was a good decision. You know what wasn't? Visiting my mother. I know we had to. <laughs> what? You're tired of keeping secrets? He's probably drunk on some island where polygamy is legal. I'm not asking you to make predictions, which is so fitting. Yeah, right? Meet Milo. He's our son. (laughs) The food, the shopping, the boys on Vespas. Serena on those Vespas. Um, A quote I think we both loved. Wow, do not mention her, Georgina. Georgina! (laughs) I love it. So funny. I never sat up here before. Blair... Being jealous of her is so Constance. You would think, but it's not still Constance. It's still Blair. Yeah. 
Got anything else? Why does Georgina Sparks have a baby? <laughs> Eleanor kind of muttered that. I love that scene. I feel like we should have expressed it more, but the two moms, Lily and Eleanor, are like wrapping up the luncheon and Eleanor is like, what the fuck's going on here? Like whispering. She's like, who, why does Georgina have this baby? What's happening? You think it stands? And Lily's like, ha, ta, ta. Bye. <laughs> and then also Columbia isn't yours. Ooh. It's not. It's not. It's a huge school. Yeah. Huge campus. You guys probably won't even ever have a class together. But that's that's Blair. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go into MVP and shittiest. I know you struggled with this. I didn't necessarily have like a right away answer with it either. Um, I don't think people are going to be happy with my MVP choice, but we'll see. Wait, you will You still you still need I, a moment? No, I guess I. You, you think you you think you know? I guess I have one. Okay. I actually I don't like my MVP or my shittiest and with certain people they could be interchangeable yes definitely definitely <laughs> okay okay all right ready yep three, three two, two one, one Vanessa oh nice <laughs> oh I like Vanessa yeah for that. I feel like people wouldn't like that but she walked in she's like what's happening here you haven't spoken to me in months and then at the end she's like you know what I'm still your friend we're still okay and like, okay, get, a, get a paternity but test get it together yeah I chose Serena. Just, I think she's just there for Blair being the punching bag. And that's pretty much it. Tish and Vic also agreed with Serena. Yeah. Uh, Mike picked Georgina because she's always stirring the tea. And Jess actually picked Nate. She loved Nate in this episode. Okay. (laughs) I didn't hate Nate. I did not hate Nate either. Can you ever hate Nate? (laughs) It's been a minute since I have. Yeah, same shittiest yeah yeah three Three, two two, one blair Blair. yeah Yeah. like i get why she's lashing out but it's like i'm so that was so constant blair you've been in college for a year grow up i also don't think you had to push your best friend in the fountain wasn't necessary that was like the pettiest shit you could have done you could have just been like hey can you just leave Right. Can you go back to the hotel? Because probably would have left. She would. She would have. Because we don't need this. Yeah. Uh, Very petty. Uh, Mike, Vic, and Tish also picked Blair. Jess picked Georgina. You know. So that was MVP and Shadius, guys. Wow. First of the season. First of the season. Excited. Okay. So now we have a little fun segment. Our Betty of the Week. Instead of patron of the week, we decided to call our patrons Bettys because our network is called Total Betty Media and you guys are all our Bettys. Yay! This week, we wanted to welcome the new class to Total Buddy Media. The new class. We've had a surge of uh, pledges since we've last wrapped on season three. So we want to shout out the new class. We have another Jessica B. How I, how weird is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Both Jessica Bs. Um, Emily H., Kaylee W., Kira A., 
Kaylee H. and Arnell. Oh my goodness. Hey Welcome guys. to the new class. The new class. It's like Saved by the Bell in the new class, but yeah. also it's like, you guys, we don't put you in the category of Saved by no, the Bell. No, because we didn't. Because <laughs> no. it's not good. The whole thing with, you know, it's not good. No, it's not good. But we love you guys. Yeah, this is good. You guys are good. The good new good, class. Good, good, and good. we just wanted to say welcome. Thank you. We hope to get to know you. Um, and we're just excited that you decided to join us. Why did you guys, you know, let us know why you decided to become a patron? We we want to get to know you guys. So thank you to the new class. And also, Welcome. if you are a little confused by now and you didn't listen to our network news, <laughs> we are a new production company. Yes, we are. We've rebranded. We're no longer It Takes Three Network. We're under Total Betty Media. That's why it's Betty of the Week. In case you're like, well, where'd that come from? And I think it's so great that since we've made the changeover to Total Betty Media, we've had all these people come and wanted to join our little community. Yeah. And it means a lot that you guys like where we're headed. Yes. And we appreciate that. So much. You have no idea. No, no idea. No clue. Okay, Michelle, I'm going to give you the title for next week. Do you like this episode? This is the highest rated episode of the entire season i won't go with the entire series but the highest rated episode of the season t is my sister will be on next week because she she requested a long time ago to be on this episode because it's one of her absolute favorites so that means that (laughs) what does that mean michelle (laughs) i haven't even given you three gossip words yet (laughs) i know i'm jumping the gun you haven't even given me the title so you do that first and then i'll tell you what that means title for next week Double identity. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. Three gossip words are... Three gossip words. Choice. Fishing. Reacquainted. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're getting Giuseppe... (laughs) Giuseppe Chuck. (laughs) Giuseppe Chuck and Blair, because your sister is a huge chair huge fan and in her day she was a huge chair fan yeah so i think this is what's gonna happen so okay so i'll take back the whole chuck seeing blair first and maybe he does and i'm not sure if he's going to make the choice to fake that he doesn't know her or he's going to make the choice to get to know her because he's so taken aback by her beauty that he gets reacquainted with her and she's like what do you mean you don't know who I am and it that we could play with the emotions there so you think he's gonna have like a memory loss yeah and I love this by the way Mm -hmm. a memory loss where he's like he didn't remember he even knew Blair loved Blair he just knows his new life he just has this so gossip it's almost like he has this gut feeling attraction towards her a a comfortable familiarity thing I don't Mm -hmm. know why but I feel that I have to like reacquaint myself with you yeah and I'm making the choice to do that or or he has to make the choice of like do I even go to see her I do know who that is Right. It could go either way. Right, right, right. Like, oh, Blair is in my <laughs> vicinity. I could yeah. make the effort to go and see her or not. Right. And then the whole fishing thing, like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Part of me wants Giuseppe talking a boat fishing. <laughs> and the other part of me thinks it's Juliet Sharp fishing for information. <laughs> that's, that's, so. how I met, that's how I meant it, yes. <laughs> but I wanted to throw you off, and I was like, I wonder if she thinks that they're going to go on a boat fishing. I'm like, it could go either way, but... 
It yeah. still could go either way. They could still go it in a boat really fishing. Could. It could actually go in and mean <laughs> nothing or we see a fisherman. But I think it's fishing for information when Juliet and Nate, Nate. go for coffee. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful predictions. Thanks. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yeah. So this is usually the time where I would ask Michelle who she believes to be Gossip Girl. Yeah. I'm not going to do that this week or um, ever again because <laughs> she has true confirmation of who, in fact, Gossip Girl is. And this is what I was teasing at on Insta Stories. Um, we've been holding on to the secret for a few weeks now, and uh, we're going to start an After Dark segment. We're bringing it Let's Talk OC style. Yes. I know you guys love that. And we're excited because, hey, shit happens and you make it work. <laughs> this is all entirely true and I cannot believe that it happened. We cannot believe it, but also it's like, you know, it is what it is. I you guess go with the so. flow. Yeah, we go with the flow, but after dark. So um, stay tuned for after the credits. If you're not a newbie, I'm going to tell the story of how it happened. <laughs> and who, in fact, is and Gossip Girl. Who, in fact, <laughs> is Gossip Girl. And uh, my plans for after dark is to tell you why I feel this person is ridiculous to say that they are Gossip Girl. Yeah, so uh, we're going to spin it into... A how could they be? How can't they be? Gossip Girl. Segment. Pretty much, I'm going to be Juliet Sharp. Yeah, XOXO. Right. <laughs> so, I'm sure all of you OG fans of the show are excited. We're excited to those newbies who do not know who Gossip Girl is. I suggest you be blissfully ignorant and blind as long as you possibly can. But it's up to you. It's your prerogative. If you want to, you know, listen along and get these spoilers, we, you know, love to have you, but I don't urge you to do so because I would never do that to you. I would say don't. I would say don't. It ruins it. It, it ruins kind the fun. It does ruin a little bit of fun, but we're still going to have fun. Yes. It just, you know. We're going to have fun. We're Yeah, we are. So with all that being said, this is the part where we're going to wrap it up. We appreciate every single person for listening. We love you all. You're the best. If you would please, please, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It will help us out more than you would ever know. Helps us get on those top charts, be seen by other Gossip Girl love and peeps out there. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Double identity and send those questions over for my sister because I'm sure she's going to be excited to answer that. All right, stay tuned for After Dark. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. After Dark. After, After dark. dark. Oh my goodness. It's kind of fun to it's bring fun. this little <laughs> segment it's like we're bringing something from our OC love. Yeah. Only this is all Gossip Girl. All Gossip Girl related, but take it away, Michelle, okay. with your story on how you came to know who Gossip Girl is. All right, guys. So I'll paint the picture for you. <laughs> it's a Saturday morning, <laughs> like three weeks ago. Yeah. Aunt and I are going to get coffee. And I get an Insta story sent to my 
personal Instagram. Yes. From one of my best friends. <laughs> and We won't call her out. <laughs> no, I won't give a name. And it says, Imag- it's like finding out that Lady Whistledown is Dan Humphrey. And Lady Whistledown is from Bridgerton. Okay, so I'm not stupid. I used context clues. <laughs> sure you did. And I read this and I send a response back to my friend and I said, um, is this a spoiler? Because I don't know who Gossip Girl is. And so she sends me a huge paragraph of like, <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know. I watched Gossip Girl, but I don't really remember details. And so I can't get this out of my mind. So... I tell Aunt. Aunt knows who Gossip Girl is. Yeah, Aunt looked it up after he came on our episode. Right. So I read the message to him and he smirks. And he's like, I'm not going to say anything. And so I was like, all right, well, what do I do? He's like, well, I'm not going to confirm anything. I was like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure in my (laughs) heart of heart and guts that Padgy Boy is Gossip Girl because this is the only thing this could mean. Right. If you watch Bridgerton, you know what I mean. It makes sense. So I break the news to Liz. And and so this is a few weeks ago, as we said. And she says, okay, so I have something I need to tell you. I don't know how you're going to take to it, but I think I knew who Gossip Girl is. And I was like, fuck who? (laughs) And you're like, okay, I'm going to turn around and I'm not going to look at you, but I'm going to tell you the story. And so she tells it to me. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm thinking, and I'm like, she goes, so we could do it a few different ways. We can open up season four and you can confirm for me that this person is Gossip Girl, or you can keep me in the dark and I can keep thinking this person is Gossip Girl. I don't know why I keep, so I'm so innate to like saying this person, Dan, is Gossip Girl. Uh, She goes, so I don't know how you want to do it. And she goes, but also, I don't want to like make my predictions of who I think Gossip Girl is each week if like I think it's Dan. So I feel like that would be like a farce. Like I'd be lying. Right. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. So I'm like thinking, I'm like eating, I'm like thinking for a little bit. And within like five minutes, I was like, yeah, so Dan's gossip girl. <laughs> I know. We went because I didn't want to like, it was hard for me to like, not, it's not like I'm lying to you, but I feel like you're going to just keep thinking this over right. and over and over again. And then how annoying for our listeners for you to be like, I think it's Dan this week. I think it's Dan this week because I think I know. I think I know it's Dan this week. Like, they wouldn't want to hear that. Right. And I even, I discussed it with Dan. I'm like, I either cannot tell Liz. Right. Which would have been awful, you holding that in, I think. And just keep up like, this keep, Like, this lie. blind. Or, like, you just thinking you know who it is without confirmation. But, like, why that then again. No, it doesn't make any sense. That story confirms sense. it. Right. So, so we decided to do this segment after dark where, and there are many articles out there, and I have told Michelle this, that there, there are people that have watched this show over and over again and have made BuzzFeed articles on how Dan cannot be Gossip Girl. Like, this makes no sense here. It couldn't have been him from day one, yada, yada, yada. So this is where we have our like open discussion of like, how the fuck could it be him? Or yes, this makes sense that it's him. Right. And that's why I literally feel like Juliet right now with the lines and be like, okay, (laughs) because I was saying even during this episode with the narration of them in Paris, like usually right. Michelle's like, how could he be in Paris? And then I'm thinking like, 
is, does this end up being where we're all seeing a story that he wrote and then (laughs) where they filled in the blanks? And so that's how it makes sense. Like Serena and Blair told him their stories of Uh, being in Paris. Uh, I see what you mean. So like this is us. It's kind of like in the future. We're hearing what like the narration of how he figured out all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, am I reading too much into it? Which Shanna would say yes. Because yes, she, because you are. told your sister and Ryan <laughs> that I knew who Gossip Girl was, and they said so. She's like, all right, so, you know, it is what it is. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It is what it is. And she's like, there's so much other shit that, like, you don't even know that's happening. Michelle clearly doesn't know what's going to happen. Which is true. It's just this has been such a big part. So it's such a big part, yeah. It's kind of like, well, and it's it's a and I said honestly, I'd rather you find out now than us be like two episodes away from the series finale, and like then you get the confirmation. I'd be like, fuck, we really made it that far, and you, right. <laughs> that's it, you know, right? So I said, hey, we we watched three seasons blind, and now you'll watch three ish seasons knowing who it is. But also, okay, so in this episode, we're getting the narration of them in Paris. How is Padge giving those Gossip Girl blasts? Who's tipping him off Unless in Blair Paris? Unless keeps, Blair keeps messaging him like she did that Which, Serena's coming back to town. I guess she could to keep up her appearances. So that would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. And also, I my hopes are that we find out who Gossip Girl is and Padge explains himself how he's done it. What made him do it, which I'm pretty sure what made him do it is that like he was such a loser inside and just wanted to be a part of this world. Mm. Totally fine. I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I need to know how you did this. Right. Like, how is it feasible? Did you have help? Who's help? Well, who's tipping you off? Like, obviously, people can write into you and you're like, most. Right. Maybe he's like, actually, I don't really actually do a lot of it. Yeah, I maybe other it. people just did it. I just like I kind of created it and then and it, it just flourished. Yeah. And it spread. And because like right now you're so occupied. Yeah, you're so disconnected. So how does that make any sense? Baby. Right. So to care about what Serena and Blair are doing in Paris, it doesn't line up. Right. It doesn't make sense. Right. So you know, and there's there's so many other things since since day one that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like there's and I'm when we're done with this show, I'd love to read them all because I think that would be just like a really fun like bonus yeah. episode just to read of all the single reasons that people have compiled and took the time and hours and hours and hours to compile this list and reasons why. Um, but it, it, when you rewatch and even me knowing who it is, but never actually seeing that moment, like I know the moment of when he kind of like reveals reveals but i've never actually watched that scene so i'm waiting until we like watch it together to do that but um it just some of it i'm like huh (laughs) i remember like years ago when my sister finished the show and she's like fucking dan is gossip girl i was like i'm sorry what (laughs) like out of everyone I guess, though, it And then everyone was like, we wish Dorota was Gossip Girl. Oh, my gosh. I would have been so happy if Dorota was Gossip Girl. Um, There are lots of people out there that are like, you should just make Dorota Gossip Girl. You should, because she's the one who's in it, and 
you know, we think she's so meek and, but she right. could have done that. She could have done it. 100%. I know that would have been better, but then again, maybe predictable. Um, but my sister seemed to believe that they kind of went as they go and they had an idea of who they thought Gossip Girl was, but then they didn't stick but to it. But know? then Jillian said that she read an article that it was like from day one, they knew it was Dan. So it, but like for it to be Padge, it kind of, it throws you cause you're like, wow. Right. Out of all of them, right. it's you? In the beginning of the show, you're kind of like, all right, it would make sense here. Right. But then as he grows, we've already, we've loved, we loved college pads, you yeah, know? I was a fan. Um, does it make sense as he, as he progresses as a character? Or, like, or is it so set up at this point you can't let it go? You can't let it go. Or who's it's kind this, of a catfish. Like, I can't stop doing it. And who's the successor? Right. Do you pass it on to someone? And then this whole Juliet Sharp, I think she's trying to figure out who Gossip Girl is. Like, she's very... And she's reading the book on this, the lavish lifestyles. Right. So maybe she's doing inside research of, like, okay, these particular group of kids are obsessed with their lives being on blast in in Gossip Girl, and they're all connected, so I want to know more about it. Mm -hmm. I'm writing a piece. I can see it writing a piece. I can see... She's playing playing a part with the tags. Oh, yeah. She needs to look like she is in their lifestyle right but she's clearly not no clearly not fabric you know on the outside sure. we don't know like what her life story is just yet but yeah. we did have a a treat from will this week well, that like i wanted a little treat yes a little treat i wanted to add into the episode because he takes the time to do this and why i mean everyone should hear the main characters in Gossip Girl as working class people. Yes. Yes, they should. They deserve it. What job would they have, he says. We have Blair. Forever 21 clerk. (laughs) (laughs) Serena. Detective. She hates liars. I mean, yes. Yes, yes, yes. This one is gives you you vibes dan that guy who works in the back of the bookstore and scowls when you start reading that cover of daniel Steele novel <laughs> yep that's correct yep rufus record store buff knows every band so perfect isn't that rufus rufus that is rufus chuck middle management without money he has he has some cunning but little skill yeah. <laughs> True. nate this one kills me park ranger Loves to run in the park. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa, dispensary clerk. Lily, groupie. Yeah. Eric, counselor. Yeah. He would be a great counselor. Yeah. Jenny, seamstress. Yeah. And Georgina, a traveling salesman. (laughs) Yes, because she's a bullshitter. Want to buy my knives? (laughs) (laughs) You want my my dictionaries? Yeah, my dictionaries, my knives. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Love your treats. Yes. So now if you know who Gossip Girl is, you've seen the show, or even if you decided to stick around and you haven't seen the show, but you know who Gossip Girl is, um, hey, Tish, I think you're one of those peeps. I don't know if you stick around. Here's what's really funny, Tish. When we had our group hang, we had our group hang on our Patreon. It's a perk of ours in the Upper East Siders tier. And it was... In the beginning of the month and we were all catching up and we're talking about it was it. like literally that day that you told yes, me that was the day i told this <laughs> and tish she said oh I, I found out who gossip girl was and 
I think her and Jess were saying like, oh, I'm so happy, Michelle. Like, you don't know who Gazwell really wins it. I just sipped on my kombucha. I just and, kept taking sips. Yep. And, and I, I was, was like, like trying not to laugh no, or smirk. smirk. And I was just like, just stay quiet. Just stay right? quiet. I was like, I can't tell them now. I can't break no, their hearts no, now. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's how long we've been keeping this. So almost a month. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So I guess that story happened not even three weeks ago. More than that at this point. Yeah. Time is weird. So I know. I know. Everything is three weeks ago. I'm looking at the calendar. I'm like, we, we're into almost February at this point recording it. Oh, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So... Hey to you, those those people who have seen the show. If you'd love to send us a after dark question, yeah, or a you know reason of why you don't believe Dan to have been Gossip Girl in this episode, or the way or the reason you think he is Gossip Girl, I also we'd love to hear. Yeah, and I also want to know what was your reaction. Yes, I would love to hear if um, if any of you have had someone ruin it for you yeah. or if you watched straight through and you were like, wait, wait, that's the end. That's what happens. What what were you thinking? And we can also include in here because I wanted to know like what's the we've all, I think, been spoiled with certain parts of shows as we mm-hmm. even said it before. And I was like, oh, I was thinking, send us what got spoiled for you. But then that spoils for us. That spoils for other people, yeah. So I'm yeah. curious <laughs> if OC or One Tree Hill got spoiled for you. So send that yes. here, too, because we can have that discussion. Yes. That's, a, that's a good idea. If you um, have watched those shows and you don't mind spoilers or you don't mind spoilers for those, then let us know. Right. That's true. We can we can preface that. Yes. But, uh, it's kind of just an after dark just conversation. I'm I'm Free excited though because now as soon as the episode started, I was like, I'm looking at Padge way totally differently. Different. Mm-hmm. So my eyes are gonna be watching like a hawk, which I know it I shouldn't because it's not really a big part. Yeah, I mean I'm I oh I watch it in a more like subdued version of how you're watching it now because I've known since we've rewatched started watching and doing this podcast that it is him, but it's like I don't even focus on it. I know, and you're not supposed because to. you're not supposed to just yet. And that's funny too. Is like, of course, it happened right before we kind of get into like more of the nitty gritty of right. the gossip girl stuff. But you know, it's okay. It is what it is. We can't do anything about it. We can't go back. Just gotta go forward. And I was t- telling Michelle, I was like, hey, maybe this is like the thing that people really start to enjoy about our podcast. Oh, I think they're enjoying our no, podcast. No, like, I mean, you know, more so than, yeah. you know, the fashion, whatever it is. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, like I look a fun forward, segment. I, yeah, I look yeah. forward to After Dark. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Um, yeah. To those newbies who aren't listening right now. Sorry, guys. Well, but to you know. OGs. They don't know. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time in After Dark. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vicol.